0: Good afternoon, Tampa Bay. Uh, it's the DuPont Registry, Tampa Bay, coming to you from the DuPont Registry headquarters, international headquarters, located just off of Ulmerton Road in North St. Petersburg. This is our weekly podcast where we try to provide you with some interesting information about what's going on in the Bay Area, some facts and figures that you may want to take home. And hopefully, once you've looked at this uh, podcast or DuPontcast, as we call them, You'll feel enlightened and um, encouraged to uh, go out into the community with a little bit more knowledge. Today, we are very fortunate to have the Smile Builders with us—the team of Ashley Tate, a dentist, and Shauna Klingerman, the practice administrator. Welcome, thank, thank, thank you. you, Smile, Smile for Builders, for being us. here. Yes. Thank it's you. great to have you with us. Now, your office is located up in the n- northwestern central part of, uh, of Hillsborough County, near yes. Town and Country.
1: Yes, town between like Town and Country. Citrus Park, uh, West Chase
0: area. Sure, right in the middle of Traffic Center like we hear at uh, Almerton Road. Yes. So there's certain (laughs) times of the day you don't even want to go near the place because it's backed up. (laughs) Start early. And uh, let's be clear from the beginning here. We have a large impact of the University of Florida gators here. Yes, we do. That's where you got your degree? Yes,
2: Yes, my dental degree I went to UF for and for my residency for pediatrics.
0: Right. And some of the other members of your office staff are also gator crazy people.
1: Yes, we have Dr. Lesser who went to dental school at the University of Florida as well as Dr. Nichols who went there and myself. So lots okay, but, of gators.
0: But you'll st- still treat children of University of Florida State and University of Miami or wherever they came from. You don't, yes. you don't segment.
1: No. <laughs> you
0: don't discriminate for gators. No, we That's don't. great. <laughs> now, Ashley, tell me a little bit. This is this, this is where we people don't really pry into this kind of business, but tell me a little bit. You went to the Dominican Republic in Honduras on a on a mission yes. when you were a, a dental student. Mm-hmm. What was it like down there? A little different from here. So
2: huh? it was very different. Um, I had never been out of the country in that capacity. Um, I went to Dominican my second year of dental school. So when I was just getting into the clinics and really over there, it was just seeing both adults and kids who mostly had teeth that were infected and that needed to come out. So these people walked really far to get where we were and lined up early in the morning, and we just were there all day, um, seeing one after the other and really using makeshift means to help these people. Um, We were set up in churches, and, you know, it was pretty much kind of propping up a knee on a bench and having them lean back on my knee and getting teeth taken out. So, it was shocking to say the least, especially with the number of patients that we were seeing, but I felt like we were making a huge difference because these people really have no other access to get dental work done.
0: So, how long were you there? A week. <coughs> a week.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. How many teeth did you pull in a week?
2: Oh goodness. Um <laughs> I'd say myself, probably pulling about 15 a day. So math is never my strong (laughs) suit, so you tell me.
0: (laughs) 15 Uh, a a day, you were there for 10 days, that's 150 teeth. Yeah. Yeah, You didn't make a necklace out of them or anything.
2: Right. And that's, there's myself and usually nine other students.
0: Okay, so if there were 10 other students, that would be 150, and that would be 1,500 teeth out the window. That's a lot of people you're taking care of. Yes. Any interest in going back?
2: I would definitely go back. You would? I would.
0: I would. I'm sure there's dental uh, doctor associations um, um, that have mission trips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want to take you away from, re- from your regular patients, but go. We, we need to reach out to communities like that where people really have a need and have no ability to service that need. And it takes all of us who are – Fortunate enough to have that need taken care of by going the countryside, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's easy for us as difficult as we think it is. It's pretty darn easy compared to the best of the world. Oh Agreed. Okay, so when we're uh, when we're a parent and we got a newborn, when do we come see a pediatric dentist? Um, like, the first tooth that pops out.
2: So that's a really good question. That's something that I get asked a lot. Um, I recommend, and it's in accordance with the American Academy of Pediatric Dentistry, that. Kids be seen by their first birthday or six months after their first tooth erupts, and the main reason for that, a lot of parents think, well, they have you know a few teeth at that point, so why do they need to go to the dentist? But it's really important for us, especially to one, establish that relationship with the families so that they have somewhere they're comfortable going, um, and then also we can see things early. So, you know, a lot of people know cavities look like a dark spot, right? But a lot of times before it turns into that, it's a white spot. So that's something I can look at, too. And if I see that, then I know this is an area that maybe is not being brushed as well. Um, and then just arming them with the tools. So the dietary um, tips and then also prevention and just how to take care of their teeth. So and it's that's more informative at that point.
0: About a year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. I like the term after your first tooth erupts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought they just, they just came in.
1: They erupted. Yes. <laughs> they erupted.
0: They have that problem in Hawaii. Those are big teeth out there coming out of the volcano. <laughs> um, okay, so how long do you keep these kids in your practice? Are they 18, 15?
2: I'd say 18. We A lot of times um, at the practice we do see kids through college, and that's even what I did. I remember when I was in college I would come home on breaks and see my pediatric dentist because – Sometimes it's easier to do that than to find somebody, find somebody new, new while you're in school, and if you're in a different state. Sure. Exactly. Well, we always
1: say we don't want to kick anybody out. So Correct. if they do go off to college, and they want to come back and see us, we're happy to, and they can have a private room, and you know, not have to be with the little kids if they don't want to. So
0: and Just there's to- that transition year when you're getting out of college, you're moving to a new community, et cetera. If you can run home see your pediatric dentist, it'll give you some steady part in your exactly you know, that longevity that. And you, I assume, have records to back to when they were one and a half.
1: Oh, we do. So
0: you can see what's going on and then send those records to somebody else when they move to Mm
1: -hmm. Wisconsin. Yes.
0: Great. So sort of one and a half to 18. And what inspired you to get into dentistry?
2: So for me, I was one of the more rare breeds of kids that knew what they wanted to do at a young age. So with the exception of maybe in third grade, thinking I was going to be an Olympic swimmer, I was (laughs) pretty much knew I wanted to be a dentist. Um, I just loved taking care of my teeth. I've never had a cavity, so that was something I was always really proud of as a kid. And I had a great um, relationship with my pediatric dentist. So as I was getting older, I would go and I'd shadow and spend time there. And I just... I had such a great experience, and I talked to friends or family members who, especially that are older, and are terrified of a dentist. So I just think if I can make that relationship um, with kids at a young age and give them a positive experience, it's just going to make them a lifelong dental patient who's not afraid.
0: And so right away you prepare. go out and get your doctor, doctorate in, in dentistry, and you move back home to the Tampa Bay area.
2: I did. Mm-hmm.
0: Easy enough. Yes. So yeah. Yeah, I I grew up
1: I grew up in the area. Actually, uh, made a career change. I was a speech pathologist originally, and I've known Dr. Lesser since we were in third grade. And uh, when she started the practice, she wanted me to come on board and manage the practice for her. So, um, so I we opened the practice eleven almost eleven years ago, and uh,
2: built it up with her.
0: Actually, how long have you been part of the practice now?
2: I've been there since January of this year.
0: Yes. Brand new? Yes. Mm-hmm. So they sent you to be on Facebook Live <laughs> as, as, as the rookie. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. And do you have Saturday hours for people, or is it just Monday through Friday? Monday through Friday. Yeah.
2: But we do have a good emergency system, which I think is really important, um, yes. especially with the little ones who, you know, they're walking, and it's easy for them to have falls or bump something. So – there's three of us dentists there at the office, so we rotate every month. Someone else is on call. So if there is an emergency, the parents can get one of us over the phone. So at least we can they can send us pictures. We can kind of see what's going on and see if it's something we need to go in for or if we can kind of handle it over the phone.
0: Okay, yes. so i am hopefully no kids are watching this, so they don't have to learn about uh, going to the orthodontist. <laughs> yeah. But there must be a time where you hand off to an orthodontist and say this Poor little guy needs a little help, and can you help him out? And you hand him off. Yes. You have a list. I'm, I don't need it right now, but recommended orthodontist for, for young children. Mm-hmm. That's a tough job because there's nothing the child likes about it. Mm-hmm. When they're done, there is.
1: Right. And then if
0: you're <laughs> lucky like me, I had to have them again as an adult. So that was really not fun because mm. it felt like I was a little old for that kind of stuff. Okay, so let's talk about your patient's big patient crowd you gotta uh, let they don't name names but anybody hard to handle you get some particular boys versus girls or older versus younger any
1: well it depends it depends on the age it depends on different things it depends on if they've been maybe to another office and they haven't had a good experience so our goal always when they come in is to just make them as comfortable as possible and provide a really positive experience so You'll find in the office. We have, um, you know, a fun movie playing in the waiting area. We have another um, informational interactive video they can watch about brushing and flossing. Tons of games, tons of toys, toys and prizes, and stickers for incentives, and um, so that you know we make it fun, so that they. And a lot of times they leave crying because they don't want to leave. So they're happy to come back the next time. <laughs> now
0: there's something new. Which crying because you don't yes. want to leave the <laughs> yes. dentist. They do.
1: It? They literally will leave kicking, kicking, and screaming because they don't want to go. So that makes us feel good because we know they're having a good time.
0: And 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 something therapeutic for the parents as well. I mean, oh, poor mom, she's got to sit there while you're got all those tools in their little baby's mouth and just going. This is yep. really, I don't like this.
1: Yeah, but then they'll tell us when the parents will bring in their patient and they'll sign in. They'll say, we told we told their their child today we're going to the dentist and they're like yay and the parents think it's so funny that they're so excited to come so that makes us feel
0: good too so what does a dentist do as a hobby to do something when you're not being a dentist you got anything you like to do
2: so i love fitness so i'm a i love taking group fitness classes i've been really into orange theory fitness um, and I've been trying pure bar as well. So I really love exercise classes, and then it's all about balance. So my other hobby is baking. I do love to bake too, so the baking and the working out.
0: Well, baking, that's a lot of bread and stuff. You're not supposed to eat that when you – doesn't that get right. stuck in it's, your teeth?
2: It's not good for your teeth. Um, <laughs> and that actually – that's something I tell parents too because everyone knows candy's not good for your teeth or soda. But it's really a lot also the goldfish and the pretzels and crackers that sort of, those sort of snacks are really sticky and they do stick to your teeth and are hard to brush off. So,
0: Okay, so a good point. great <laughs> yes. lead into the question. Uh, you knew you were going to get some zingers here. What's the un- most unusual thing that you've pulled out of some... Between somebody's teeth, you got oh something gosh. really weird, like an old piece of roast, roast beef or <laughs> a, a string um, or...
1: I want to say there was a, a French fry one time or something.
0: Been a, well, of course <laughs> there was a French that. fry. <laughs>
2: um, I personally haven't had anything really crazy, but I've talked to my peers who have had like lead from a pencil.
0: Mm. Um, oh, that
2: wow. was probably the worst one, I think. But Piece of wood? Toys, just pieces. Plastic? Yeah, pieces of toys. Um Popcorn Ouch. kernels can be oh, yeah, you know, really mm. embedded.
0: Okay, so. how many <laughs> times a week do you recommend, and how many times then do you think people fl- floss?
2: How many, I recommend flossing every day. Every so once day. A day. And I would say people probably floss
0: twice a week. Twice a week. Yeah. See, twice a week. I'm, twice. You're a little soft poke on the hat. <laughs> Two out of seven. better than nothing what is it about flossing that makes people go I don't want to do that
1: I think it's maybe just the time that they have to put into getting in between each tooth but now they have those great kids flossers that they Mm -hmm. can hold in their hand and it already has the little piece of floss and it's really easy for them to go so we always try to give those out and make it easier than just having to you know thread out a long piece of floss and do it between their fingers
0: yeah well, that'd be an interesting way to do it. Make it a little easier for a little them. Easier. That would be great. That mm-hmm. would be great. Okay, good. Now, um, brush your teeth. Obviously, after every meal, if you could, every day, um, how long do you brush for? I have a friend who knows, uh, she's a singer. So she hums the national anthem with a While toothbrush she's in her brushing. mouth. And she brushes her teeth for as long as it takes her to sing the national anthem. So, how long do. is the amount of time you're supposed to have that brush in your mouth? A minute, five minutes?
1: Would be two minutes. Yeah. Two minutes. Yeah, the timers, we, we give out two minute timers. Oh, you do? Yes. And a lot of the um, electric toothbrushes now have two minute timers on them. So if you're you know brushing with one of those. Well, that's it'll why time all of a sudden
0: it you. goes, about when you're brushing your teeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But be- how does it know the electric toothbrush know when to start? Just as it always starts each time you turn it on? Yeah. Yes. It runs for two minutes? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, when I use my electric toothbrush, I hear the buzzer go off all the time. So I must be two minutes. <laughs> mm, most of the time. Yes. <laughs> But, but, yeah, we
1: always say twice a day, two minutes. Yeah.
0: For, yeah.
2: I tell kids, too, if you sing the happy birthday song twice in your head, so I think your friend's on to something, yes. um, that's about two minutes. So
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good idea because that distracts you from what you're doing.
2: Right.
0: Okay, and up and down, not just, you know.
2: Right, so small circles, it's, not just back and forth. So you want to almost feel like you're massaging your gums when you brush.
0: Okay, I had somebody actually send me a question that I had to ask. Tooth falls out, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you're not supposed to yank them. You're supposed to let them fall out. If you get one that's kind of stuck, come see you? Yes. Okay, so somebody's got a tooth that's stuck. What do you do, just shoot them a little Novocaine and yank the thing out? or?
2: Right. Sometimes it's actually easier than that. If it's really loose, um, a lot of times what we can do is just use we have numbing jelly in the office. So we'll just put it on almost like a Q-tip, put it around the gums, and then I can take it from there and they don't feel anything. So sometimes I don't even have to numb
0: them with the dreaded shot. Yes. <laughs> the so. dreaded shot. And then <laughs> jellies sometimes. come in all
1: different flavors, too, which the kids love, so you can mm-hmm. ask them, you know, what do you want to make your tooth sleepy? We have raspberry, we have strawberry, this, and then they can choose their flavor, and then they're distracted so, and don't even think about it.
0: A youngster comes in with a loose tooth and they in the chair, and you say, oh, yeah, we got to see if we can pull that out of there, and you say, or any of them old enough that they when you say well close your eyes for a minute that means you're pulling the big needle out and you don't want to see it and right. then, and of course they say oh, I know what you're going to do
1: <laughs> no you have they have but tricks on how to yeah. avoid oh that. tell me
0: a trick yes. I need to know
2: well I mean it's all about I usually don't I'll have them just look up and I'll do like a counting game with the younger ones so the assistant can hold up fingers and like okay just say what number of fingers they're holding up so just something to distract them or even we'll squirt water at the same time so it's I just tell them okay you're going to feel a little bit of cold water on your tooth and just the squirt of water helps distract them Um,
0: anything to distract them
2: anything to distract them yes is the biggest thing
0: okay that'll work so (laughs) I take the little guy home and Feels bad about his tooth, and take his tooth home. I hope people just throw them away. Did people bring you their collection of tooth teeth that they've lost?
2: I haven't had anyone that's come with their tooth, but they all are really excited to take them home. Yes, if that's take for them sure. Out of the
0: mm-hmm. Well, now why would they ever want to take them home? For
2: the tooth fairy. The of tooth fairy. Of course. Fairy. Yes.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> of course.
0: Uh, do you think it should be different values for different sized teeth for the Tooth Fairy? What's your recommended Tooth Fairy oh, we award? We have seen
1: some interesting <laughs> amounts given for different teeth. Yes.
0: <laughs> Definitely
1: the front ones. I think the front teeth <clears throat> parents seem to give more for sometimes.
2: Right, for the first one? Yes. And the funny thing is, is, parents do give a lot more now, it seems like. So I've had kids when they lose their first tooth and they tell me they get $20. So I tell the parents...
0: 20 bucks for a tooth? 20
2: bucks for a tooth. And I yeah. tell the parents, I'm like, well, don't forget there's 20 baby teeth. So yes. this could be a lot of money. So then sometimes we'll then say, well, the Tooth Fairy gives bonus for the first tooth and mm-hmm. then less mm-hmm. after that. So yeah.
0: Of course, you wouldn't want to give a McDonald's gift card because that just puts more <laughs> st- stuff in <laughs> their mouth.
1: Exactly.
0: So <laughs> <How> Tooth Fairy, <laughs> 20 bucks.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: I got a quarter when I was a kid. Well, inflation. When I was, you know, four years old, that was sixty-six years ago. <laughs> a quarter's worth twenty bucks today. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So let's give some advice to the parents. Uh, parents, you you're having trouble getting your youngster to brush the teeth. What are the what are the things you recommend? Different flavored toothpaste. Take them to the to the uh, <clears throat> to the pharmacy. Show them all the different colors. Are you allowed. You allowed to have? Did, does anybody have striped toothpaste anymore? Remember that when I was a kid, yeah, there was there was a different color stripe. Think that, that
1: that Fresh, yeah. I think there's one brand that still has that. yeah, yeah. Was that
0: any good was, for you? It
2: was the red, green, and white striped. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does I that? Think they still have that. No? Yeah.
0: What what toothpaste do you recommend? There must be something a dentist says. You should try this.
2: Honestly, it's just a toothpaste with fluoride. So with fluoride. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing I say and. Like what you were saying, if there's a different flavor that kids like that's going to make them more inclined to brush, then go crazy with flavors. But mm-hmm. well, I don't like that fluoride, fluoride stuff. When they
0: put that fluoride. on at the dentist on my teeth, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that way they have cinnamon and peppermint or something like that.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. so we have some interesting flavors too. Yeah. Fluoride. Know, yeah.
0: No such thing as good flavored fluoride. <laughs> that's an oxymoron.
1: <laughs> but it's no, there's caramel and there's different kinds of
2: berry well, and what orange. Is the,
0: what is the change in incidence of tooth decay between doing fluoride and not doing it?
2: So I don't know any specific statistics as far as the actual numbers, but since there's been fluoride in the water, it's been astronomical the, um, how tooth decay has been reduced. So really? that alone has made such a difference. So, And then with the fluoride toothpaste and just doing additional measures, that helps, but I mm-hmm. think the fluoride in the water has been a tremendous help.
0: For reducing Okay. L- and,
1: re- and remember the days of having to wait to eat and drink after having fluoride. Mm-hmm. The fluoride we use in our office is a varnish, and so it adheres to the tooth right away, and they can eat and drink right away when they're when they're done, so that you don't have that taste in their mouth, and they can they don't have to do the waiting. I
0: think that's what the dentist tells me. He says, "Yeah, you can go ahead and eat. Don't eat. Try not to, but just wait a little while. The yeah. longer you wait, the better it is." Yeah. Oh my goodness.
1: Not, yeah, not anymore.
0: <laughs> so. Um, what do you do for community service? Can you go out in the local community here and try and do some dental habits, teach people lectures? Go to schools?
1: We do. We're mm-hmm. very involved with the schools, especially the schools around in the neighborhood areas um, near the office. Um, we participate with carnivals and you know, we sponsor a lot of the school events. Um, and then Dr. Tate and some of the other doctors too, and our staff, our assistants, will go into the schools and talk to the, the kids and um, educate them on good dental hygiene. Um, We have these cute puppets in the office that have a set of regular teeth so they can practice brushing and um, we give out goodie bags and stuff like that. And the the kids love that, especially during dental health month, which is in February. February. Um, But any time of the year when schools call us and ask, we're always happy to go in and talk to the kids.
0: That's a great way to get everybody to focus on, on, on better health. And, yes, and from starting any vitamins you recommend, multivitamin take.
2: Not uh, it depends case by case basis, but I think I mean calcium is always a good thing, but I always try to tell parents to try to just work on the diet and get the vitamins and minerals they need that way. Um, so nothing specific with the vitamins.
0: Okay, and now how many dentists in the practice in your in your group?
2: So there's three of us. Three of you. Mm-hmm.
0: And a bunch of assistants. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, the administrator. Yes. So you run the show, right? <laughs> <I laughs> How do <try>. you know? <laughs> I try. <laughs> keep the <laughs> schedule, keep them on schedule. Do you have a yes. buzzer where you, you buzz them when they're taking too long?
1: <laughs> no, but I, I have to say we, we have very good schedulers in the office and we really try to stay on time. Um, if not sometimes early so there isn't a lot of waiting I mean even though there is fun stuff to do in the office if they do have to wait but it's usually kept at a minimum because we, re- we usually keep things flowing well, pretty everybody's
0: well everybody's got such a tight schedule these days you know you got to be here I got to be at soccer practice I got to be home to do this I exactly. got to be there I got to be there
1: so, we, so uh, we when try you get to stay behind mm-hmm. not
0: help you're probably not you're probably less popular than the dentist already is yeah. right <laughs> yes Yes. Well, good enough. It's nice to learn a little bit about dentistry and 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 the fact that the Florida Gators actually produce some dentists. And for those <laughs> of who aren't Gator fans, <laughs> uh but uh, we like the Gators. We like the Seminoles. We like the Hurricanes. I went to Rollins College. You know what the uh, what yeah. the, the the person was that represented Rollins like the Seminoles and the Gators? Hmm. It's embarrassing. He's a little sailor boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know his that name. That was the mascot. That was the mascot. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, we didn't have a football <laughs> team. Yes, yes. So, but that was Florida is a great experience. You must have demand for your practice that you can't satisfy because people are moving into the area every day around here, mm-hmm. multiplying the number of people. So you got plenty of patients.
1: Oh yes, we do, and, and and we're lucky enough to have Dr. Tate on board now, so she's seeing new patients, and yeah, because they're filled up
0: well there's there's the play on words for you today folks they <laughs> they have patience and they have patience yeah. <laughs> we do so we do. thanks to the patient uh, dentists coming in today I think we're right about our time limit so okay. we uh, want to wrap this up uh, any last-minute words of advice for the parents
2: I would say just really getting <clears throat> kids in early and I know it can seem really intimidating and overwhelming but knowing that you know It's mostly informative at that point. We just want to meet you and meet your child and learn about them and hopefully give you some helpful tips of things you can do to help prevent cavities. And I would say that's the biggest thing.
0: All right. Well, everybody, if you have a youngster that needs some uh, dentistry and you want to get them started early, you want to go to Smile Builders. You can find out about them right in our magazine, on our website, and I'm sure you can go to a website where they are, smilebuilders.com.
1: Smilebuilders4kids.com with the number 4 Number
0: Smilebuilders4kids.com. Yes. So good thing to get started early, and also make sure you're consistent with your dental care. You'll be a lot happier when you get to be 70, and uh, your teeth are in good shape. Uh, (laughs) So thanks very much for coming in today.
1: Thank you for having us. Thanks to
0: all of you for listening. We hope to see you next week on another Dupont Cast. Have a great day. Be careful on the highways. Goodbye.